Hello, everyone. Happy holidays. It is December 21, and it is the very first day of our 10 days of Tiny Disc. So what we're going to do is we're going to be dropping a new short episode each day leading up to December 30th, leading up to the end of the year. And each episode is going to focus on one award, one kind of topic that we're going to talk about where we're going to bring all these games together and just have a good time. We're going to award some Tiny Disc Awards to games, and it's going to be a great way to cap this crazy, crazy end of the year. I'm Robert Scarponito, joined here by Jack Cepeda. Bong bong. This is an international affair. I want to thank you gentlemen for flying here halfway across the world to this French villa. (laughs) We're having a lovely brunch now, and this is for you people. And, you know, the food is good. The, the, The coffee's good. Never been to France before. Same. <laughs> I, and uh, this is going to be an experience, but we came here just for Game of the Year discussions, and what a day this is going to be. The first annual 10 days of Tiny Disc, bong bong. And we also flew in Colin Sparling. How's your baguette, Colin? It, it's great. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm chowing down on some frog legs, some snails. It Whoa. smells really bad here. I don't, I don't know. Fuzzy but pickles. I, I'm, some, having, I'm having a good time. You just, you just got to kind of plug your nose a little bit with the snails. Yeah, I'm enjoying uh, my uh, escargot marinated in French red wine. I think that's a thing. I'm not sure that's a thing. Y'all fuckers don't know how to brunch. <laughs> <laughs> you said French. I'm rolling off that. All right. Okay. Yo, box so, legs taste like chicken and fish. It's the weirdest thing. There have you, you ever done a, a chicken's foot? I have. You're eating? Uh, no. No, I haven't. See, it seems like it's the the... Ratio of meat to bone in a chicken's foot seems askew to me. Yeah, it's not. Can you really, confirm? It's not worth it. It's it's one of those things where it's like waste, not want, not you know. That to me, that's kind of what chicken feet are. I just I could not just just give me the wing, man. Give me the breast. Give me the thigh. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so let's get to <laughs> game of the year. Yeah. Uh, well, discussions we're not, here. Yes, we're not going to talk about game of the year today. That's what we're saving for near the end. But today, games of this year. Yeah, today what we decided to do because a recurring theme is, man, I wish I played that game. Man, there's so many good games coming out. Holy crap, every week. So, for this episode, we're going to talk about the games we most wish we played from 2017. So, does anyone have anything they want to throw out right at the get-go here? Oh, man. Uh, Top of the list, Nier Automata, for sure. I know Mm -hmm. you guys have already gotten to play it, but it's one of my biggest regrets. And it's one of those things where I'm just kind of like waiting to have the money. I just want to throw my money at uh, uh, who produced it? Who produ- who uh, published it? Who uh, Squeenix it? published right? Yeah, yeah. Is it Platinum that made it right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, like I'm just I want to give them my money so bad right now. I've just been between making time for uh, other games and school and a whole bunch of other life stuff. I just haven't gotten around to it. And the gameplay I already know from playing the demo is amazing. I know from what you guys tell me, it's amazing. I know from other friends, it's amazing. And just just the crazy amount of genres the game covers, the characters, the ridiculous amount of fan art <laughs> across the internet yeah, for yeah. these characters, and it, like it, I don't know, there's just a whole like this is one of those games where like I never ever thought like a game like this was gonna happen because Nier just wasn't kind of went out with a whimper, wasn't really a big game. It, it p- picked up steam a couple years later. It came came out as like a hidden gem for the PS3, but then they announced you know Nier Automata was gonna be a thing. And I was like, holy shit. And it actually looks amazing. So, yeah, I definitely, definitely need to get get around to playing that before, uh, at least before the end of my Christmas break. You're uh, starting with the banger here, man. You're pulling out yeah. the big guns. Start out. Yeah. So this is a game that came out, what, around the March-ish time, the April-ish it, yeah, time? Yeah, mid, mid-March, I remember. 
came out. Yeah, at least for yeah, that's con- why because it was Zelda time. It was Zelda time. That's yeah, why I didn't play it. it. Yeah. it came out for consoles first, and then like a couple days later, it came out on Steam. During this ten days of Tiny Disc, this game is going to get a lot of attention. I can already tell um, because you know Robert, you and I, we played it already. But mm-hmm. Colin, man, like. Dude, it's it's one of the best games of the year. <laughs> like, Yo, yeah, I, you yeah, know. Yeah, so I don't know. let it slip through the cracks. Don't let it be the one that got away. Like there might be a sale going on right on Steam, uh, maybe around Christmas time. So who knows? But keep an eye out because, you know, like I said, I'm going to save uh, my opinions on it. Um, you know, for later. But for sure, are there what other games do you have that you know you kind of wish you spent more time on? I know there's a bunch because like we're at least for me, I can speak like I'm definitely. Uh, time poor, right? Because yeah. working full time yeah. and everything, and getting married this year. Like it was a huge year. This is an awesome year for me, actually. Like moving to Austin, crazy year here. for in all aspects for you, man. Yeah, sure. I know it's just been whirlwind. And then you know, starting this podcast, like we've been doing this, like what about six months now mm-hmm. or so? Like it's getting around yeah. there. Like this is the you know, but this is this is a cool cool thing, and I'm glad to be in it with you guys. It's uh, it's gonna be experience. There are definitely some games that slipped through the cracks. Uh, for me, uh, one of the ones that really come to mind is Prey. Uh, I know that that was yeah, getting that a lot ha- of attention. That mm-hmm. supposedly had a really good story, had a really interesting um, battle mechanic, and so I did play the demo. Uh, and the demo's you know kind of short, but it does set the stage, and it's doing some interesting things. Uh, it has a really unique intro as well. I won't spoil for anyone that you just go in and go into Steam and just download the demo free and check it out, but. I, it just, I just, there was too many, right? There was just too many great games this year. It was a great problem to have, and that's one of the games, unfortunately, that slipped through, the, slipped through the cracks. But if I had infinite time, I would absolutely buy Prey, and I would absolutely play it, and I think I would enjoy it based on the demo. See, my yeah. my worry with Prey is when I first saw it, right, when it first came out, it was like, oh, man, that actually does look really cool. But now looking at it in retrospect, I can't decide, like, if the hype around it was because it's a good game or because that was one of the rare times this year where there was kind of a lull where there were no other good games coming out. You know what I mean? Yes. And this is also supposedly, I mean, it was touted as the rebirth of the infamous Prey 2 E3 demo from like what like 2011 or something like that yeah yeah like, yeah uh, actually I think if uh, my copy of Fallout New Vegas I think has an ad for it like an yes, ad for yeah. Prey 2 yeah. yeah they did have those going and then dude the infamous E3 demo go on YouTube and watch the like 20 minute demo of Prey 2 that never got released and you're just like holy shit why can't games be like this this is absolutely incredible oh I remember actually I remember like it was supposed to be this huge open world thing and oh, like man, everybody, was so everybody was shitting themselves yeah. over it yeah. it was incredible I watched it and I was like slack jaw the whole time like wow so then when they remade this Prey they're like oh this is gonna be that and what I played in the demo was not that at all. I don't no, know. It didn't look I, like that. I can't comment on whether it gets there. It doesn't seem like it's going to get there. It doesn't even seem like it's going there based on the way the demo ends. But, you know, man, I would just say, like, guys, go watch that old Prey 2 E3 demo. It is, like, amazing. And to, to, it's aged incredibly well. It's still, like, considered among modern games being released now, still being considered, like, one of the coolest things I've seen in interactive media. Seriously, like it's it's that good. Yeah, dude, it's it. almost like uh, it's almost like the video game version of the death of Superman. <laughs> huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think like, so. Wow, the whole Nick Cage Superman thing that was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. For me, like one of the titles I really wanted to play uh, is Assassin's Creed Origins, which came out like on the same day as Wolfenstein Two and uh, mm. Odyssey, right? And 
I keep hearing that it looks it's it's better than like most other Assassin's Creeds, and I'm like, I want to believe, but I can't believe it till I actually play it. You know, so like, it's part of part of the reason I didn't play it was also that I don't know if a fifty dollar ticket is the right price to see whether I believe again. Right. right? But I don't yeah. know. I hear good things. I hear that the story's all right. I hear the world is beautiful. You know, it's like a great recreation of ancient uh-huh. Egypt. One of the coolest times in, you know, in like ancient history, right? Yeah, and yeah. It's, a, it's a setting that hasn't really been explored all that much in video games, to be honest with you. Absolutely. I, at least set like directly in the time period during the ancient Egypt. Because I, I don't know. I, I mean, I think it's more so like on the basis of trying to come up with good ideas gameplay wise for that type of setting. And I think that's why it hasn't really been done all that much until now. Um, and I, and Assassin's Creed origins did look appealing to me. And I'm, I'm actually one of those people that I played a lot of Assassin's Creed. Um, like I was one of those people that like every year for years, I would get the new Assassin's Creed game for Christmas and I would beat it over Christmas break. That was like my thing. Wow. Um, and like it would, yeah, I would sit there and play it for hours on end to the point where my dad would be like, Hey, you're going to like actually do something today. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of people that like every year they're like, Oh shit, Assassin's Creed this year. Let's do it. Like there's a lot of people that have been very loyal to the franchise through like some really low lows in my opinion. Right. And that's what I'm saying. I just, after about Assassin's Creed black flag, I didn't even beat that one. And I like, I played it for a little while. I was like, Hey, this ship combat's pretty cool. And then I was like, mm, yeah, but I'm kind of, I'm kind of done. I'm good. See, well, yeah. Black flag to me is one of the high points. And I think they were given away for free recently as well. If I remember, yeah, and I'm yeah. not saying it's a bad game. I was just, I think I was just burnt out on the whole like assassinating yeah. mechanic. Like, Hey, go kill this dude, go kill that dude. And yeah. the fact that I think the biggest thing, uh, Fuck! I don't want to spoil anything. Okay, is it okay if I spoil the end of Assassin's Creed three? Three, I mean, three, sure. I okay. don't care. I'm not I don't okay, care. so I know. Listen, spoilers after De- Assassin's Creed three, everybody. Yeah, spoiler alert. Uh, Desmond dies, and that's what kind of killed a lot of the story for me. Because they killed um, the protagonist. So. Yeah, because <laughs> I was like, because because I and I think it has to do with the turmoil that was going on at Ubisoft at the time, how they got rid of their writers and got new ones. Oh, oh right, right. Yeah. Um, and they killed off Desmond, and, like, the, the, the fucked up thing was, they don't even really tell you, because it's not one of those things that, Assassin, like, the end of Assassin's Creed 3, it's not clear that he's fucking dead. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They kind of, like, they play it off like he is, and then Assassin's Creed 4, they're like, oh, yeah, he's he's definitely, like, 100% dead. Like, here's a video of his corpse, like, yeah. being observed. Yeah. And shit. Like, what, I, oh. what I hate is that they're trying to keep that, that real-world story part of Assassin's Creed alive, despite Desmond's death, and it's like... Guys, just stop. No, just yeah. like we're here to play, we're here to play in our history playgrounds. That's all. I will. Yeah. And I will say. Even, good. Uh, I was gonna say they even had the nerve to dick tease us with the the modern day setting in Assassin's Creed Three, where you got to like skydive into the uh, onto the skyscraper, and Assassin's Creed Three is Desmond. Yeah. Ah. I was like, yo, why can't this just be the game? Like, you, you got honey dick, awesome. dude. <laughs> they I know. I was you. so sad. <laughs> I, anyway, was gonna, we're, I was we're gonna, gonna say, say that. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origin, Origin or Origins? I think it's I think it's an S. Okay, is one of the most demanding graphical games, graphically wise, that I can play. Um, I have to like limit my FPS to like sixty, which mm-hmm. is rare. But it because I want the draw distance to be really detailed, so that will like crush any like GPU, right? right. So it it's it's a great looking game. I can say that. Fucking boring as all hell in the beginning, and I just couldn't get over That's the what hump. I heard. Yeah. yeah, and it is though I will say it is the most high profile game that I did not buy this year that I would buy for like thirty five bucks probably. As I'm, I'm waiting, but I I don't care enough to like spend full price on it or even fifty bucks on it. You know, I hate to put like a price tag on like 
you know, on, on these kind of things. But it's just, it's, I don't know, it's, it's not selling me. It's not doing, I, I will say though, it looks like it appears that they are benefiting from taking a year off uh, of, of the series. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. it seems to be the better for that. So I, you know, if I had infinite time again, this would be one of those games I'd play as well. Um, yeah. But I'm I'm gonna wait till it goes on like half price sale. Yeah, and the, to to close the uh, Assassin's Creed discussion, I the, the game looks cool. I like the setting and things like that. And I've actually heard that the 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 combat plays a little bit like The Witcher. I don't know how true that is. I've heard um, that. I I wasn't getting that, but again, okay. I only played a few, a few hours. Okay. Um. But I think the the only thing that kind of like kills it a little bit for me is it kind of just feel it has a lot of elements of just modern Ubisoft games in it, like you know what I mean. Map uh, quest markers everywhere. Yeah, Fetch and they're quests. like they're, they literally just took a took the drone from Assass- or Assassin's Creed from right. Ghost Recon Wildlands and reskinned right. it as an eagle <laughs> yeah. in Assassin's Creed Origins. I was yeah. like, eh, yeah, let's the old, do. Old drones. Yeah. Lest you forget, this is an Ubisoft game, straight up. Like, yeah. don't yeah, worry, dude. we got your, we got your markers, we got your, you know, objective. Yeah, we got your they towers. Just t- they just took the world from, uh, from uh, Ghost Recon. They reskinned it they <laughs> to look like pyra- Egypt. They've added some <laughs> just pyramids. like they did with, yeah, with Far yeah. Cry Primal. The same thing that they did with that. I also made the mistake of watching the donkey video on the game, and there's like major story spoilers in it. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> So I don't know. I heard the story is good after the first five hours. So who knows? Oh, that's all. Yeah, okay. that's all. Just five hours of your time. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Do you guys have any other games that you wish you played this year? Oh, I have um, a bunch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, let, let's let's pick another. Let's let pick me another let me rattle off a few here that I don't yeah, want to talk ahead, too too in depth about. Okay. Golf Story on Nintendo Switch. Oh is shit! I didn't put that on my list. I forgot about that one. Absolutely a worthy game. I spent a, a few hours, four or five hours, maybe even six. I didn't beat the game. It's much longer than I thought it would be. Uh, it's very good value, I think, and I think that game's a standout. It's unique. It's one of the uh, best games on the Switch, in my opinion, that w- was released this year. So there's nothing like it. I mean, go check it out. Uh, also, Little Nightmares. Little L- nightmares, little. guys. Little nightmares. Little nightmares. Have you seen anything on this game? I've seen the design. Uh, yeah, of I it. was. I'm pretty sold on it though. Oh like I do want to play it at some point, dude. It is. Yeah, I, I, I want to get on that, and it's not that long either. It's about three hours long. Uh, so look out for that one. I think that, that game. I don't know. I, I don't hear anyone talking about it, and it's like the closest you could ever get to playing a tool video. <laughs> you <laughs> know, what I mean? it totally is, dude. Yeah. Is it really that abstract though? It's fucked up. Yes, I've seen a lot of it. Dude, it's fucked. Like, well, I'll show you some later, but Little Nightmares, like, could definitely, I could see people forgetting about this year, but man, I think it's, I think it's a cool experience, and it's definitely high tension. It's definitely kind of terrifying and very disturbing. I uh, think, I think that's how Death Stranding happened, was like, Hideo Kojima's watching a bunch of tool videos, he's like, holy shit, this is cool, I'm gonna do something like this. While that injecting all the heroin, coke, and meth <laughs> directly <laughs> into his eyes. If you're bringing up dress, Death Stranding, I think it's basically the sequel to Yoshi's Island, where you're escorting the baby, so. <laughs> there you go. Drop the baby, starts crying. <laughs> There'll be a Yoshi Koopas in there, I'm sure. Absolutely. Yeah, Mads Mikkelsen plays Yoshi. <laughs> so another one real quick, I don't want to talk about too long. South Park, the fractured butthole. Uh, I totally went, you know, skipped over it, not because of anything other than I don't have enough time, right? And I don't Same. have the resources Same. to put into it, but I would totally spend time in that game. The Stick of Truth was, I think, like, so good and such a 
awesome technical like feat they did to make it look like you're playing the damn show. Yeah, to me, it, it's a feat in that I think it's one of the few licensed games I can think of that stays the truest it could possibly be to its original source material. Yeah, oh, I yeah. have. Yeah, I have on my list. I have like three more. Do you just want me to rattle them off real sure. quick? Sure. Yep. Okay. Night in the Woods. I keep mm. hearing some oh, really yeah. yep. good critical buzz about this game. Same. Again, this is a game that I'm like, fuck, man. There's so many games coming out this year. I only have so much time. You know, I, I couldn't dedicate the time to that. I couldn't pull the trigger. But again, over break, I if there's a decent sale on it, I will I'll pick it up and I will play it because I just keep hearing things over and over and over about how good that game is. Uh, let's see, Absolver, same kind of thing. Like totally went under uh, my radar. Apparently, yep, that one's on my list too. Yep. Yeah. Apparently, they had some uh, hiccups in the beginning. They, you know, didn't put out maybe the most polished, finished product at all. But they have done some uh, some updates to it. And apparently, the they also did a free weekend recently. And the community's kind of picking up. But that game really depends on people playing online. And if the community disappears, there aren't people online to fight, then there isn't really much of a game going on there. After you get past single player, which is which what I hear is somewhat limited. However, like among one of the deepest combat systems, you know, in a long time in a single player game. So kind of interesting. Yeah, it's it's the it's a fighting game version of Dark Souls essentially. Yeah. Right. Right. That's and, why I'm uh, a little surprised, Jack, that it's on your list. Because again, it's a, it's a Dark <laughs> like Souls a game. game. Here's the thing though, like Okay, I'll say it again. I don't think you guys are like understanding <laughs> me with Dark Souls. Dark Souls combat is very shallow to me. It's two attacks. There's a bunch of weapons and stuff, but there's two attacks, and you circle around and poke people in the butt all day. Like, okay, I get it, but like Absolver is very deep combat, right? Very deep, very stance driven, and that's why I like Neo too because it's very deep combat. Like those are the things I enjoy about these kind of games. Not necessarily the Souls aspect of it. That's fine. I can I can cope. But it's the combat is which bring me to it, which is why Dark Souls is just like, oh, just dive. Like, Fair Dark Souls enough. to me kind of seems like a final fight game. Do you remember those beat-em-ups where you just, like, punch and kick and jump, like Streets yeah. of Rage kind of shit? You're yeah. wrong, but okay. Okay, I, maybe I am <laughs> wrong, you know, but but that's why I'm drawing Absolver in you. So, all right, my last game that I really wish I played this year. Oh, fucking, this hurts me so bad in so many different ways. Battlefront 2. No. Star Wars. What? Yes. I wish I played that. I wish I could play that game. I'll put it that way. I you wish can in good conscience. Yeah. Yes. I wish I could dedicate time and money to that game. But the way it was released, like I cannot justify buying that game. I cannot justify putting money into it to try and like level up. Like No matter all the changes they're trying to make, they haven't made good. They've really sullied Star Wars as far as video games are concerned. The name, the brand, it's it's just really sad. I'm like really like lamenting the fact because you guys know I was looking forward to that game. Like I was legitimately looking forward to that game. I was hype on it. I was like, I'm ready for episode one shit. I'm ready for all this awesome Star Wars. Give it to me. Uh, and then obviously, you know, we talked about it ad nauseum on this podcast. But for obvious reasons, the loot box debacle, everything, the way EA is addressing it, I couldn't play it. And so I wish that that game was good. But yeah, and that's, and that's the thing. Oh, I, I was going to say, sorry, Robert. Um, I, I would just like to say, like, uh, uh, there, I know there's been a lot of negativity surrounding, you know, this game and a lot of practices that EA has been doing. But the thing is, like, at the end of the day, like, we don't want, you know, even, even if it is EA and, you know, we have some sort of vendetta because of the practices that they've had in the past, like, we don't want them to put out a game and have it fit like we want games to come out and be good and you know 
we we want to be able to praise a game. You know, we're not. It's not like I mean, okay, maybe some gamers do, but I don't. We don't look for negativity. You know what I mean? We're not like looking for a game to shit on. We don't want to shit on a game. Like I I was really hoping that Battlefront Two was going to be a huge improvement and that it was going to be good. Yeah, you know. And then microtransactions happen. But my question, right. Jack, is like, so you're this is on your list of like games you really want to play. What is it about the game that like? was you know yeah i need to i want to play this i want to be immersed in that world you know i think that that destiny 2 has the feel and the technical chops but i i don't care about the world at all and star wars i think like doesn't isn't the best shooter but the atmosphere the music the graphics the locations the execution overall on a technical level is there for me but i just can't sit there and you know, no, and get killed by people and shown like, oh, they bought this and this and this, and that's why they killed you, and this is why you can't get any kills in this game because all these people spent money. Don't you want to spend money? It just makes me feel bad. <laughs> like, yeah. I, like right. I hate to sound like such a bitch about it, but I, I don't feel good playing this game. It just makes me feel like, oh, oh, you know, I, I didn't want spend to, I want money. to like it. Right. I'm a big Star Wars fan. You know, I saw, I worked at a movie theater when Episode One came out, uh, and I saw like the fandom like come in. You know, and, and I was, you know, and I love the original trilogy i'm just a big star wars fan so i i hate seeing i hate seeing uh what could have been right I'm, i just can't help but thinking about what could have been with this game and so that's why it's like so disappointing why i wish i actually spent you know i wish this was a big shooter to play this year right and i i think that um and, and it really sucks because a big reason you know uh, i mean the obvious reason why people wanted to play it is because it's star wars like when we when it comes to licensed games the big reason why people buy licensed games is because they want to dive into that world. They want to put themselves in the driver's seat within that world and just immerse themselves and forget about everything else. And I mean, even though the actual gameplay itself may not be good, and that's the case with a lot of licensed games, like you take away, I don't know, Naruto, like a Naruto game or something, right? You take away the Naruto license from like some of the Ninja Storm games. They're kind of not that great of fighting games. Like they're, I mean, they're not bad. They're competent fighting games, but they're not, like, over-the-top, like, 10 out of 10. Fight. They're, they're, they're no, like, Guilty Gear or, like, Street Fighter. They're, you know what I mean? Like, they're, like, 5 out of 10 fighting games, but okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, that's what I'm getting at. Like, so the fact that, you know, something goes as far as, like, overshadowing something like Star Wars, you know something bad happened, right? Yeah, So sure. it's just, you know. Right, because they have all that cachet, that brand, like, you know, recognition, all that strength to go on. Like, how do you not slam dunk this game? Exactly. Like, it's it's basically built to print money with or without the microtransactions. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, you let greed get in the way, and then you just address it all wrong. That's and how it goes. So, forked yeah. it up. So, but Robert, like, I, what, yeah. what are some on your list? Can, yeah. I, can I bring you guys all the way back? To January, kind of bring us back twelve months. Yeah. By the way, let me ask real quick: uh, Are you guys going to eat any more of that bread? Because I'm going to eat. <laughs> um, I might eat a little bit more. Uh, do we have olive oil? Do we have any extra? We'll just, yeah, we'll, I was we'll actually get, about to ask, dude. We'll, we'll just get more. We'll just get more. olive oil. All right, yeah, I'll, waiter, I'll, I'll eat this and we'll get more. Waiter, thank you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this bread is too hard. <laughs> All <right>. Monsieur, <laughs> Monsieur, Monsieur, Garcon, uh, Gar- okay. Garcon. That's <laughs> so. a waiter. That's not a waitress. Um, Resident Evil Seven. You guys remember that? Yeah. yeah, that's actually on my list. Resi Seven, man. Yeah, I I kind of forgot. Like, wow, that was twenty like twenty seventeen, man. Mm-hmm. I remember first seeing that, and I was like, "Yo, this looks really good." 
And like second half of last year, they were doing that thing where like they released that demo and they kept updating mm-hmm. the demo with extra little details. And it was like this huge conspiracy of everyone online trying to like piece together like, what does this mean? What does that mean? What does this mannequin What's, finger fucking yeah, what do? Is this dummy, what the <laughs> fuck does this dummy finger do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I played through that demo like quite a few times. And I'm just like, wow, it's so cool. Um, so I really wanted to see what it was like to play the game the actual for real game which i've heard is very good and it's like a like a return to form for what resident evil kind of should be you know this isn't Mm. this isn't call of duty resident evil 6 this is a true resident evil game and i think the only reason i didn't really pick it up is just like at the time i didn't have the money for it and now it's just like yeah i could spend 30 dollars on a sale to play it or i could catch up on other games you know right which is no i feel you like uh resident evil 7 definitely like appealed to me the whole demo thing that i mean i i think i think it's fair to say that like that was capcom being opportunistic and capitalizing on what pt brought to the table oh yeah um yeah it wouldn't 100 and it was a completely smart strategy they're like holy shit konami's not gonna follow through with the silent hills thing fuck we gotta like we're jumping on this train seriously <laughs> yeah they yeah. filled a gap man there there was definitely a lack in like great horror games i think for a while there you know especially yeah. with uh with that konami fallout for sure and yeah. I think that's the thing that with like a big reason why I haven't picked Resi Seven yet is because like, do I really want to pay thirty dollars to shit my pants? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I mean, we're talking about probably the quintessential like VR experience as well. Like, I know you're that, probably yeah, exactly. you're probably planning on playing it like normal, right? Quote unquote. If I were going to play the game, I would play it on PSVR. But I'm just like, seriously, like, I've talked about it. Like, I don't want to be alone in my house yeah, like, <laughs> when Jack, I'm playing I, it. If you play the VR version of it, you know you're going to have to sit on the toilet. Like, you're just ready. You have to be ready to go. Right? <laughs> that, is the, that is the one game. When people come over and they want to try VR, I give them that game. I throw them right into the deep end. I'm like, fuck you. You're going to hate VR from now on. Jeez. We're going to do this. And that's the first thing I let them play. Before uh, even any driving or any, like duck simulators or whatever the hell swim with dolphins you heard it Um, here first folks don't go to jack's house he'll torture you (laughs) i will torture you and i'll take you to all the scariest places in that game too it's (laughs) but it's so fun to watch it's it really is entertaining yeah watch other people do it suffer um (laughs) yeah another game that i really wanted to hit up actually is final fantasy 14 in general but especially because that expansion that came out this year that like really made the game worth it stormblood um i've heard that that expansion basically is a true Final Fantasy title just in the MMO. So it's like the Mm. story is at a high caliber and just like all the beats for it are really good. And I've kind of like, I played through the trial earlier this year and I was like, wow, this actually isn't bad for an MMO. So I've kind of been like towing the line between like, do I want to invest in a subscription MMO in year of Mm. our Lord 2017? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You know? So you pay the full price and then it's like additional monthly. Yeah, and, and yep. here, here's the really tough thing. Over Black Friday sale, they were like, yeah, we'll give you the whole game with all the expansions for $25. Oh. And then $13 every month after that. Right. And so, it's like, ugh. So they are doing a free trial, isn't it? Like up to level 15 or level 30? Level 35 for all That's the jobs. So you could play for big. a long... Yeah, it's pretty big, but it's it gets to a point where, like, let's say you stick with one job. And then you do all the quests you need to do or you can do to get to 35. It's not like you can farm those quests again. So to get the other jobs to 35, you're basically just farming monsters, you know, for like a long time. Right. Just to play devil's advocate as well, if you need like that MMO bugs uh, itch scratched, uh, they do have the, what is it, like uh, 
Elder Scrolls Online. Like, it's pretty cheap, and it's just like a one-time buy, and there's no monthly. Yeah, it's true. Just, mm-hmm. just know that. And I hear good things about that game, too. And I did buy it, but I haven't played it yet. <laughs> nice. Hey. Can you, we'll can you Wait, can you not um, do like WoW does and buy subscription time with in-game currency? Because WoW does that. Yeah, I, I just, there's no yeah. like subscription charge in in uh, Elder Scrolls Online. They're, they just don't even do it. Yeah. So. Oh, I was talking about Final Fantasy. Yeah, oh, I, I don't know. I haven't yeah. haven't looked that up for sure. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I would be interested in that game. I, I I hear good things about that as well. And they let you um they let you ride around. I think if I'm not mistaken, in the Magitek armor from Final Fantasy VI, calling so. That's Yo. a mount, dude. Isn't that a cool ass? And That's I think dope. there's mogs there too. Like, yes. Yeah. Give me, please. All right. Uh, They're Colin, definitely leaning on their heritage. Colin, do you wanna you wanna spout some truth about what what you wanted to play this year? Spit some game, yeah. son. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm just kinda rattle some off, then I'll hit a bigger one. Um so more Horizon because I haven't played enough yet. Mm. Um Wolfenstein two, because I hear you guys talk about it all the time and it kills me that I don't know know much about that game yet. because um, I still need to play the first one and the old blood. Yeah. Um, well, I didn't play the old blood and I still get it if that helps you. Old blood's okay, more of enough. a like spin off side story. Yeah, and I also heard it takes you back to the forties, which is cool. Mm. Um Cuphead. Of course. Uh, yes. Uncharted Lost Legacy. Oh, I forgot uh, about that. Yeah, definitely uh, need to play that. I'm a huge Uncharted fan. Uh, see, I'm, I'm just yeah. waiting. I'm just waiting for it to get cheap because it's going to get dirt cheap at some. point. I'm an Uncharted fan, but is Nathan Drake in it or not? You play as the chick no, the whole time, right? He plays Chloe. See, I don't from know. Uncharted too. Do I don't know. I mean, I'm into it. I like Chloe as a character, and you, you. I mean, you get to team up with Nadine. And I thought she was a really interesting character in four. Yeah, I can agree um, with that. And Chloe is okay. pretty cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Evil Within 2 uh, I really enjoyed the first game It didn't actually beat the first game But what I played of it uh, It was cool to see a new game From the original creator of Resident Evil uh, Which whose name escapes me at the moment um, Mario Plus Rabbids Definitely want to pick that Yeah definitely really want to play that one uh, It's fun R- Rhyme which I heard runs like garbage On Nintendo Switches Which is why I was waiting to play Because I wanted to play the Switch version But it runs like garbage on there apparently So I'm just going to get the PS4 version I guess Um Tacoma, even though it's just mm. basically gone home in space. And uh, the biggest one for me is more Persona 5. Yeah. Yeah, that game, yeah. is it's a big ask, man. I mean, there's no doubt it's a quality game. You know, so many uh, RPG of the year awards lauded towards Persona 5. But that's a big one on my list, too. Like, man, I just wish I had the 100 hours to finish the game. I did play, like, you got to play, like, over 10, 12 hours to beat the first kind of quote-unquote dungeon. It's a it's a, it's a heavy-ass game. If that's one that's ga- if you're going to play one game, one RPG this year, that's the one to play. Absolutely. You know, I definitely would recommend it. It's just, same for me, though. I just wish I had more time in it. Um, it, it, it I, I, that's all I can say. I mean, yeah, that's, sure, I mean, sure that's pretty much right, yeah. Yeah, it'll come up more, like, during, during you know, uh, our talks here in the coming days, but... It's a great game. I just ah, oh, such a yeah. shame. I didn't have the time. Man, they should have just came out with a Vita version. Can I just say, as someone who has put ninety-seven hours and then like twenty or so more for New Game Plus, it's so worth it. It's so good. Like I wish I could talk to you guys. Yeah. About just everything that happens after the second mm-hmm. dungeon. <laughs> the second one. So like about twenty hours in. I mean, at least. I mean, because yeah. like like Ugh. things get like things get crazy. Things like there's twists on twists. There's there's like if M Night Shyamalan was in this, but actually did good, you know, storytelling. M Night mm-hmm. Shyamalan, ding dong. Yeah, like there's so much in this game that kind of keeps you excited, 
even 60 hours in like seriously 60 hours in i remember that was a point where i was like are they doing shit they're oh fuck they're doing something like this one (laughs) it's so cool it's so great there's no excuse it's not on the vita man and i did play it on vita with remote play Mm -hmm. like i did that way but not a great experience uh for me and why isn't there? There's a PS3 version. There needs to be a Vita version. I would play more of it well, if there was a Vita version. That Persona at this 4 point, is so good on Vita. Yeah, I mean, I don't think at this point, I don't think they're going to come out with it on Vita. I'm waiting for a Switch version. I think they're going to do a Switch version at some point because they already have Shin, mm. uh, Shin Megami Tensei uh, See, 5 coming out on Switch. I'm not sure mm. about that, though, because Shin Megami Tensei has historically been on Nintendo consoles, whereas Persona has historically on only Sony. been on PlayStation consoles. Yeah. I wonder. I mean, it'd be so, interesting to see. I mean, but then again, a lot mm, of games that have not historically been on Nintendo are coming to Switch, to be that's fair. That's true. So and we'll see. Yo, I would buy it full price again if it came out on Switch. Absolutely. Uh, oh, yeah. Ah, and it would make it would just make it so much easier to, like, you know, get through a dungeon if I have time to play on the go or whatever I'm doing. It would be, it'd be nice just yeah. to have it have I'd, portable. I'd spend I another hate. $60. I'd lick that cartridge, slap it in my Switch, and never take it out. I'd hate. That was kind of hot, Tommy. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I hate I hate having to rebuy like new games, man. I'm thinking about all right. I'm going to buy Zelda on the Switch. You know, I'm going to buy now they got the Dragon Crown PlayStation Pro version out. I'm like, oh shit, do I have to rebuy that fucking game now? So, uh, real quick, guys, two other games I didn't bring up, but totally neat or like kind of unsung under the radar indie games: Dead Cells and Ooh. Hollow Knight. Yeah, I was going to mention Hollow Knight. Yeah, Hollow Knight feels like Symphony of the Night. And I don't think it's an accident. It is a fantastic looking, feeling, playing game. I'm very early into it, but man, that is a good game. Do not miss that this year. And I, I think you could speak to Dead Cells a little bit better than I could, Robert. Yo, Dead Cells is that Metroidvania game you've never known you always wanted. It's a roguelike, but in such a great Metroidvania style that I think fits it very well. And it, it's done in a way where mechanics and Metroidvanias don't get in the way of a mechanic the mechanics of roguelike games which makes it this just it's so fun to run around and like get used to your 2d combat figure out what weapons you like best and find those weapons hidden in walls or like you know like wall chickens basically this game has that too wall chickens yeah i mean instead of chicken it's like other foods i think but it's such a great uh it's a good way to like if you if you love speed running or time trialing uh like symphony of the night this is a game for you. Absolutely. It's all about efficiency and like getting getting good and you know figuring out the best way to kill each enemy, knowing when to dodge roll at the right time, knowing when to swing what weapon and all that kind of stuff. So kind of like Rogue Lettuce Legacy? Yeah, yeah, but I think way but more. They're gonna sp- say rogue lettuce. I know. Rogue I lettuce. <laughs> rogue let- it's a lot like rogue lettuce. Rogue lettuce. No, um it's a <laughs> I think the combat is way more exciting in Dead Cells. Okay. I think so. Cool. Cool, man. I mean, you know, the moral of the story, right, is like what a hell of a year for video games and what a hell of a brunch this was. I'm full. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Check. Wait. Check, please. Thank you. Yeah. We need three separate ones because I'm not buying one one, one more little. uh, Oh, shit. One more little (laughs) morsel, though, to come with the check as we get it. Um, So it's kind of cheating, but I still haven't played The Last Guardian yet, and I really want to. I know it came that out in December last of last year. Oh, I know it's that, December of that, last year. That game with that giant dog, cat, dog, flying bird, cat thing. thing. Yeah, yeah I, no. I heard and, it was just okay. 
I mean, I don't care. It's a Team Eco game, so I want it in my life. Um, and they just announced they're doing a VR dem or like a VR thing for it. Whoa! Like yeah. the game, or just like a one-off kind of? It's just a it's just a one-off demo little thing, which is disappointing, but. It's still cool. It's free. Watch so. it be oh, okay. Watch it be a fishing game like the VR Final Fantasy Ooh. fishing game. Yep, <laughs> oh, that's God. exciting. Uh, I think we should probably wrap up though for our first episode here. You've got nine more coming, so you know, get excited. Keep your headphones ready. Get ready to download Please more episodes. Be excited. Hell <laughs> Please of be a year. excited. Yes. Hell of a year, guys. These are all the games we wish we played, couldn't play, just didn't have the time. But, man, we're going to get into the meat of the games we actually did delve into in the coming days. And we'll see you on the other side. Yes. So tomorrow, expect us to talk about games, uh, whether, like, which games looked the best. We can explain tomorrow. See you on the other side. This has been the Tiny Disc Podcast. Merry Christmas. And happy holidays. (laughs) Does your soul still burn? It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go Take a look in the five and ten Listening once again With candy canes and silver lanes aglow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Toys in every store But the prettiest sight to see is the holly that will be on your own front door. A pair of hop-along boots and a pistol that chooses the wish of Barney.